Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with our head football coach, Matt Desimo. And the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night for a little after 6 o'clock until 6.45 and until the end of the football season, then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. Of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustang Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, the Senate Campaign, uh, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Skepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso uh, Investments uh, Group. And we're here at the studios of uh, Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 here at 107 West Main Street in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up to the Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to Kane Radio uh, you can now listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. And also, if you have an Alexa, say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. Meanwhile, Coach uh, Catholic High had their third big win last uh, Friday night against a 4A football school team in the Leesville Wampus Cats. Panthers had a great win the week before against the Erad Bobcats and came back last Friday night with another big win over AAA, or I should say 4A school, excuse me. And can you give our listeners a recall of the game last Friday night? Uh, yeah. Um, well, you know, we got off to kind of, kind of a strange start in that game. Um, Coach Biz actually came and told me that there was a good chance we had some lightning coming our way, but the officials said they wanted to start the game, even if it was just for a few snaps, which is what it ended up being. <clears throat> we uh, we won the toss, so we chose to take the ball. Um, and, you know, going into the game, we knew they were they were pretty aggressive up front. So we, you know, as an offensive staff, we decided we wanted to start off with the screen, try to slow those guys down. Because um, honestly, going into it, we didn't think we were going to run the ball very well because they were pretty big up front. And like I said, they're they're very aggressive. So we opened up with a little inside screen to Marcus Austin, who, who took it about for about 15 yard gain to start it off. Um, the very second play of the game, we had uh, like a vert concept going out there. They play, you know, they play a lot of middle field open coverage. Um, so Jaden Mitchell ran a uh, post route through the middle, and Luke put the ball right on him. He caught it in stride. He's had to make one guy miss, and, and you know, he was gone. Um, so, you know, we started off the game about as good as we possibly could have, um, you know, scoring on two pl- in two plays. Uh, we finally get a, a good PAT. Uh, Bennett Boudreaux's pretty much back, our kicker. Um, he had kicked, some issues, I think. Uh, well, kick- he, he kicked PATs. He's been hurt. Um, right. So, it's so we not kinda, that he had issues kicking. He's been hurt. Yep. So we're kind of trying to ease him back into it. Um, so he didn't do much of the kickoff duties, just to try to rest him, um, to try to get him back to full health. Uh, but, you know, so we, we got the PAT. Um, then we kicked the ball off. They, they get it. Our defense shuts them down three, three plays in a row. Um, their punt team's about to come out, and that's whenever the lightning struck. Um, so, you know, the officials came, told us everyone has to go in. Um, we ended up being in for about an hour and a half before we were able to come out and start warming up. Um, which and, was, and coach, with something like that, with I mean that's hard, you know, on the kids, whether it be your team or the other team, 
to sit down after warming up, you know, for an hour or 45 minutes, whatever the case. And then uh, coming back out and you're out there for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever the case may be, and you got to shut it down. And how do you get your kids, you know, boy, that's tough to keep them mentally sharp, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a lot easier when you're up 7-0 than the other way around. So, you know, we were fortunate that we knew we got off to a good start and things were kind of going our way. Um, you know, we just tried to keep the kids as focused as possible. We knew it was going to be a long, a long delay because if you looked at the weather app, you know, the weather radar, that lightning was just kind of skirting us. Um, so, you know, we, we, we did our best to keep them focused. You know, we kind of let them relax a little bit for a while because, like I said, I knew, we knew it was going to be – we figure it's going to be at least an hour, maybe longer. Yeah, because every time lightning pops, you it's back another up 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Yep. That's right. Um, so our kids handled it pretty well. Uh, you know, they were, we, only had, we only had to get on them once or twice um, to kind of calm down and kind of focus back in. Um, but, you know, obviously they handled it really well. Um, they went out there. They, you know, we warmed, we started our warm-up in the weight room because um, that's where we went. We stayed in the weight room because the, the Leesville's coach wanted to get started in like 15 minutes. Um, we told the officials we needed 20 minutes to warm up. Uh, so we went for 20 minutes, uh, but like I said, we started off inside the weight room to try to get get our guys moving a little bit. And once we got on the field, we kind of went straight into our offense and defense stuff to to get get the motor going, the the blood flowing, get everything going. Sure. Um, then we got back into it. Uh, they like I said, they started off the very next play with a punt. Uh, we put some pressure on it for us, kind of a bad kick. Um, and, and then you know we got the ball back and and. We drive the ball a little ways. Uh, I think we had a short field, if I remember correctly. We're driving the ball back. Uh, we call kind of an RPO play, uh, inside trap or a bubble screen. Um, and, and, you know, we're on the headset saying, okay, we, we need to throw the bubble right here. We have numbers outside. Well, Luke hands it off. Uh, Mark is busted for a 30-yard touchdown. So on the headset, we're like, well, I guess he knew something we didn't. Um, so, you know, sometimes, sometimes those things go your way. You know, the box wasn't great, but we had, we had, a, we had a great job executing our, our blocking scheme. Um, and Marcus hit the hole and, and just shot straight through. And you're up 14 nothing after the first quarter. Yeah, we're up 14 nothing. Um, we go into the second quarter. Um, I don't remember the exact the exact progression of things, but, you know, we, we were in their red zone a couple times. Um, you know, the first time we got in there, I, 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 like I said, I didn't think we were going to run the ball like we did. Um, so, we, you know, I probably threw the ball more than we should have. Uh, we probably should have ran the ball a little bit to try to get in the end zone. We kind of got stopped right there. Um, the next time we, we tried to kick a field goal, we didn't get the ball on the tee, so we, <clears throat> which we have a backup holder in there. Owen Morris was our holder who got a concussion the week before, so he was out. So he should be back this week. Um, so hopefully those things will be a little bit smoother. Uh, so we missed a field goal. So we missed, we missed some points that we should have had right there, you know, um, in the second quarter. And then Leesville kind of, you know, they, they're trying to drive a little bit. We, we, we're shutting them down. They get a big penalty, push them back to about the 10-yard line. And they throw a, vert, uh, a play action vert concept where the ball actually bounced off their player's helmet and right into his hands for a 90 yard touchdown, uh, which was a little bit disappointing because, you know, we, we said it going into it. We we're going to make them beat us throwing the ball. Uh, we were going to pack the box, you know, try to shut down Xavier Ford, uh, make them beat us throwing the ball. So we did put our DBs in, in some tough situations, um, but, you know, we kind of. Kind of should have played that one a little bit better. Kind of gave up on the play. Let them, you know, let them run away from us on that one. Um, so you were putting uh, six, seven, eight men in the box basically oh yeah. to oh yeah. uh, keep that running game uh, uh, shut out. Yeah, we had eight guys in the box pretty much the whole time. Okay, um, you know that's that's what they do. I mean, they you know they they run the ball forty times a game basically. Xavier Ford himself would get. I think he was averaging twenty nine or thirty carries a game. Um, so you know, like we said, that was our our game plan going into it. Make them make them beat us doing something they don't want to do, and if they do. You know, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, that was our, our goal was to stop the run, and, 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 I mean, we did. 
we did a pretty pretty good job well, at it. You're getting more men on the line of scrimmage than what they could block is basically what it comes yeah. down to. Yep. Um, you know, so that's kind of how the second quarter ended. Uh, you know, we had some opportunities offensively. You know, I feel like we left 13 points on the field. Um, you know, between between you know the play calls I made and you know some execution errors. Um, so you're up at halftime, 14 to seven. Uh, once the lightning, uh, I guess, stopped. Uh, did you play in a lot of, uh, I guess, drizzle conditions uh, through most of the night? Um, we didn't have any more rain, I don't think. Really, the whole night. Um, the field was the field was wet and muddy. You know, okay. it was a sloppier field, so so we did have to deal with that. Um, but I don't think we really had any rain uh, the rest of the night. We had a little bit of drizzle, I think, when we started warming up, but that was about it. All right. Um, you know, going into the third quarter, we uh, we started moving the ball. You know, we got into the red zone, and this time we kind of ran the ball more. Uh, you know, I felt like we got to a point where we were where we were actually moving the ball. Um, well, you ran it for 100, uh, I think, uh, 36 rushes for 161 yards. Yeah. It's pretty impressive yeah. uh, against this team. So I wouldn't say at will, but we were moving the ball, you know, so we got in the red zone. Devin Mouton ended up punching it in for a, a touchdown in the third quarter. Um, then, you know, flip over towards the end of the third quarter, they have the ball back. They um, they hit a couple big passes, and they end up scoring on, like, a 30-yard pass, kind of the same situation where – our safety kind of bit bit on the play action and kind of got beat deep. Um, he did a decent job of, of trying to recover, um, but their player made a pretty good catch on that one. Um, so you know, like I said, they hit a couple big play big passes on us, which you know that's that's what we're going to make them ha- make them have to do to have a chance. Um, All right. Then kind of in the fourth quarter, we kind of took it took control of it. Uh, you know, we 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 ran our four minute offense pretty much the whole second half, where we're snapping the ball somewhere between five and zero seconds on the play clock, um, which Luke did a great job handling that. Um, yeah, we ended up scoring another touchdown, uh, another pass to Jaden Mitchell, who actually who had a phenomenal game. Um, you know, Jaden, Jaden caught I think every single ball that was thrown his way, and some of them were some pretty tough catches. Um, you know, he had a, a phenomenal game. Um, I'm glad to see that because he's had a good week of practice, good two weeks of practice. He's practiced really hard, um, which you know that's something that we've been focusing on trying to get him to to give more effort at practice, and he did a great job the last two weeks. And I love to see you know that hard work pay off. Yeah, 12 catches for 182 yards and two scores and. Uh, both of those scores were basically 50-yard touchdown passes yep. from Luke. Yeah, that's not a, not a bad stat line. No, not at all. Um, and then we ended up getting a field goal late in the game. Um, Bennett Boudreaux did hit a 31-yard field goal um, to top it off, so that was nice to see, um, you know, after all that, uh, you know, a couple misses with, with T issues and, and all that kind of stuff. We He actually ended up kicking it off the ground the second half um, just because we are having some problems getting on the T. So, so that's what we went with, and he hit, you know, two PATs and a field goal like that. So, so you know, overall, I was really pleased with the way our guys played. Like I said, you know, we left offensively left 13 points on the on the field. Um, defensively, we definitely shouldn't have given up. You know, I would say the first touchdown pass, probably not even the second one, but you know that happens. Um, that's part of it. That's why you got to play the game and you got to execute whenever you have you know chances. Um, so I was pleased with our guys. Uh, you know, we talked about it after the Erath game. We felt like we didn't play a really good game. Uh, we played hard and we found a way to win. But we didn't execute real well. We had a lot of penalties, and that was, you know, some of the things that we talked about all week to focus on, on you know, the cutting out those self-inflicted wounds. Um, yeah. So we we had very few penalties. I don't remember exactly how many we had, but nothing like the week before. Um, we didn't have any turnovers, which is another big thing that we were focusing on. Uh, you know, we put the ball on the ground one time, but but the, the officials probably helped us out with that one, saying the, the ground calls it. I think it came out early, but okay. But you know, you'll take take what you can when they when they give it to you. So I won't complain about getting a call go my way. Um, but, you know, like I said, we we, we played very well. Um, if our guys continue to work the way they did last week and they continue to play like they did Friday night, 
you know, the sky's the limit. We, we, you know, we have a chance to win a lot of football games this year and hopefully make a run in the playoffs. Well, you know, you, you uh, ran and passed for 418 yards at total offense. You only gave up, uh, if my math is correctly here, uh, you gave up right at 250 yards of uh, offense to Leesville, who uh, pretty much, like you mentioned, uh, uh, didn't throw the ball uh, well early in the year. They're going to give it to Mr. Xavier Ford uh, 25 to 30 times a game. And, uh did a pretty good job, and she, they carried the ball 25 times for 48 yards. So uh, Catholic High, uh, 36 rushes for 160 yards, uh, uh, completed 24 passes for another 257. Meanwhile, uh, Leesville uh, had 202 passing yards uh, on uh, basically nine receptions. Of course, uh, basically a 90-yard completion, and also uh, Leesville scored on a 30-yard pass. So uh, 120 yards of their 202 yards came on two plays. So uh, uh, of uh, their uh, nine, I guess, uh, receptions, two of them, 120 yards. So in the meantime, uh, but it looked like here, a stat here I see, uh, Lees, uh looks like Leesville had the ball for – a little over 20, almost 28 minutes. So uh, I guess uh, Catholic High was successful in putting the ball up and uh, getting a first down. And you mentioned a little bit earlier, y'all, uh, later on in the fourth quarter, y'all went with a, a pretty much quick offense. Uh, no, we went with game. a slow offense. Okay. We went with our, with our four-minute offense. Early in the game, you went with the uh, – uh, No, in the, early in the game, we, were, we, were, we weren't tempoing or anything okay. like that. Um, right. But like I said, later in the game, once we kind of got in, at, on top, we kind of slowed things down, um, kind of give our defense a rest and try to keep their offense off the field as much as possible. Um, and, you know, with, with the way we ran the ball, with the way our O-line blocked, and Marcus Austin, you know, for the most part, was the main guy. Had a big um, game for you. Uh, he did. 25 carries for 123 yards and a score of which uh, was a basically a 30-yard rush uh, play on that. So uh, you had to be pleased all the way around uh, with the way the team played. Would you say this was your best game so far by your squad? Yeah, I do think so. Um, you know, I think I think we went out there and we executed. Um, but, you know, that has a lot to do with the way we practiced last week. I told the guys, you know, on Thursday, it's like this, this is the best week of practice we've had so far this year. Um, you know, we, we need to go ahead and carry that on to Friday night. And, and you know, that's part of it. That's how it works. Um, I tell our guys all the time, you can't, you can't turn the switch off and on. Um, you got to go out there Monday through Thursday, work your butt off, prepare for the game, and then on Friday, you know it should be it should be easy on Fridays. The way if you practice the way you're supposed to, Friday night should be easier than the way you practice. Um, and our guys are getting better at it. You know, I, I think we had a good day today. Um, I think we're continuing to to be better practice players. Um, but you know, there's always there's always room for improvement, and that's that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get better every single day, so each week we can improve from the previous week. Sure, and bumps and bruises uh, after the game, uh, pretty much uh, Friday night. Uh, yeah, we had some bumps and bruises. Um, I think the only kind of kind of serious injury we have, Will Menville got an ankle sprain. Um, I'm not sure exactly what his status will be this week. Um, he's definitely possible. It's definitely a possibility of him playing Friday. Um, all right, kind of depends on how he handles the pain, manages the pain, sure. and all that kind of stuff. But other than that. We came out pretty healthy. Um, you know, I think we'll have Owen Morris back this week. He, you know, he passed his last he's passed his last test. He's in that concussion return to play protocol. So unless All we right. have some setbacks, he should be back. Um, so and you know we're getting Javon back this week. You, he didn't play last week. He did then. not play last okay. week. So he's going right. to play some this week. Um, you know we're going to try to limit him. We don't want to rush him back too fast. Sure. We don't want to lose him again. Well, district doesn't start until next week, yep. if my so, memory's correct. Yep, that's correct. So you know I, he, he looked good today at practice. You know he looks like he's in. in 
doing pretty good. He it looks like his knee's handling it pretty well. You know, I don't know what his shape, exactly what his game time shape would be like. And a big running back, too. He, he is a big boy. So, <laughs> yeah, so that'll be a good, that'll be a good one-two punch having sure. him and Marcus back there. You know, Marcus is a small guy, you know, got a lot of, got a lot of shake and bake, um, has really good vision. Then you got the big bruise in Javon, who actually has good vision, too. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how well he sees the holes, you know, since he's been out for so long. Uh, but typically, he's a really good running back, and he, he, he does a good job. All right. Well, uh, also, uh, I saw where uh, through the course of last week, I saw somewhere, I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever, but your uh, uh, elementary team uh, beat, I think, Fatima last week. Uh, I saw some video of that, too, uh, in that regard. Uh, and uh, I don't know if they had any JV or freshman games uh, last week. Too. Yeah, so last year, last week on Wednesday, our fifth and sixth grade team and seventh and eighth grade teams both played Fatima and both won. Um, and we also played Birchman's Academy on Tuesday, right. um, who's who's uh, the brother school of um, Academy of Sacred Heart Grand Coteau. Okay. Um, they're just starting their varsity program. So we actually played their varsity team, who's not quite LHSA yet. I think either next year or the next cycle they'll be playing LHSA. All right. Um, so our JV won 19-7 uh, last week on Tuesday. All right. So it was a good, a good week for, for Catholic High football last week. Yeah, uh, I bet it was, too. A big win. And, of course, uh, on the schedule this coming, uh, I do believe, Friday, uh, 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 September the 29th, you're going to journey to uh, Eunice to take on another Bobcat team uh, in that. And uh, let's go ahead and take our first break. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back to talk about the uh, Eunice Bobcats right after this. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. At Sestra Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sestra Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestra and Genevieve at Sestra Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestra Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daily, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS Store is always here to help. 
Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See center for details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And, uh, Coach, with that, uh, take on the Eunice Bobcats, uh, another, uh, uh, I want to say a uh, 3A team, if my memory serves me correctly. And the Bobcats... Uh, what, what can our fans look for, those who attend the game over in Eunice this coming Friday night? Um, well, for the first, they're actually 4A. They're actually in the same district as, Lee, as Leesville. Um, so that's another could be another big PowerPoint game for us if we can go out there and, and you know, execute well and try to get the win. Um, but Eunice is uh, offensive. They're going to base out of the wing tee. Um, so they're going to run the ball a lot. Uh, they do, they do, a, do a few other things where they'll spread some things out. Um, but their base offense is the wing tee, um, you know, running the wing tee concepts, trap, um, um, GT, counter, uh, um, power, um, buck sweep. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. Buck sweep, yeah. the base of the base of the wing tee, but all those different things. Yeah, um, the jet sweep and yep, all the that. Yeah, the jet sweep, of... the crisscross where they hand it one way and counter back the right. other way, all those different things. Um, and they have they have some decent personnel, you know. They have some good looking kids. Um, they're not real deep. It doesn't look like from watching them on film. They don't have a um, whole lot of guys on the sideline. All right. Um, so I would guess they're somewhere in the thirty to forty range, just just by what I can see on the sideline in the sure. film. Um, but you know, they're 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 not a bad team. They're a solid team. Um, they're three and one right now. So going into that's like I said, that's going to be a big PowerPoint game if we can find a way to win. That's right. Um, Anyway, the, the, earlier this year, they opened up the season against Church Point, an away game, non-district. They beat Church Point 37-34, so that's putting some points up on the board. And then they uh, came back home to open their season against Jennings, uh, and that's a natural rivalry. Those two schools, uh, the distance there, one's on Highway 190 and the other one's uh, uh, off of I-10. Uh, they're not that far apart. They ended up beating Jennings 28-6. to Then uh, the following week uh, – uh, last fr- uh, Friday before last, they played Avoyles and uh, Mor- for Moraville away, and they won that game 21 to 20. And then, uh, so their two wins basically are, uh, or their three wins, excuse me, uh, two on the road and one at home. They beat uh, last week. They beat Northwest, which, if my memory serves me correctly, that was a, a merging of a couple schools of uh, Plaisance, and I'm trying to think who else up in that area. Uh, they merged and uh, they beat. Uh, a non-district game, they beat Northwest 19-8. to So uh, they can score some points, too, play pretty good defense. They did give up uh, uh, 34 to Church Point, uh, six, uh, 28 to uh, Jennings. Uh, meanwhile, t- uh, 20 to uh, uh, Moorville of Oils, and then 8 to uh, uh, the non-district uh, home game uh, against uh, Northwest last week. So, uh, And uh, they'll see an offense that, that I'm sure uh, – uh, you haven't seen that much this year with the uh, d- a wing team. Uh, Us? 
yes. our defense. No, we haven't. We haven't really played a wing T team and yet. And that's something you got to pretty much uh, contain and. Uh, and set up with that uh you know you got to maintain your, your spot there yeah absolutely you got to be technically sound on defense everyone has to do their job not try to try to overdo it um you know contain their gap hold their gap all that kind of stuff because it's so much misdirection that if you start chasing running backs and, and things like that and try to do too much um you, you put yourself and your team in a bind yeah they've got a kid by the name of isaiah thomas uh five nine two hundred and five pounder who powers has a little speed they got a, another fullback running back, Brian Allen, 5'8", 190, tough kid with power, along with Thaddeus uh, Godfrey, 5'7", 170. They say he's a 4'6 guy who is uh, quick in the open spaces. And uh, Trent Gallo, a 5'9", 160-pounder, who they say has 4'4", 5-speed in the high school. That's motoring uh, with that kind of speed, if that's accurate. So the offensive line will be young overall. Uh, they've got a 5'9", 230-pounder at tackle. A center, uh, six foot, two eighty-five. An offensive, another offensive tackle, and an offensive guard, uh, Caleb Arsenal, six foot, two hundred thirty pounds. So uh, another guard is six foot, two ten. So they have a little size there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for your I, against your team, I tell you what, we better not let them get in the open field. Then if they have a four-four guy, because we don't that, have one of those in our that, style, on that, our team. That's motoring that's in high it. school. That yep. we talking about maybe a ten seven, ten eight hundred meters guy. Yep. That's motoring. So like you said, uh, we've got like got to. Uh, Watch, uh, uh, you, you got to uh, just observe. Uh, you can't get caught up with the movement of the ball uh, in the backfield, too. Uh, you got to maintain your uh, discipline at the, on the defensive line and linebackers. Yep. Uh, with that, too, uh, uh, I was trying to see uh, with regards to uh, Eunice, uh, they're going to run a couple quarterbacks at you, it looks like. Uh, don't know uh, the experience of that. And uh, uh, defensively, uh, I know you're an offensive coach, uh, what are they going to throw at you defensively, Coach? Um, it looks like they base out of a three down. Uh, but, you know, out of a lot of our personnel groups, um, we're in 11 personnel or 21 personnel. They'll walk those two overhang backers down and basically come into a 50 front. Um, so we'll see, we'll probably see a lot of five, two, cover four, cover three stuff, um, some man coverage. Uh, but it's hard to tell because – we haven't. They haven't really played too many teams that are that similar to what we do offensively. Um, so it makes it a little bit tougher there, uh, trying to trying to figure out how they're going to line up to what we do. Um, you know, we try to be pretty balanced. We try to run run run, throw, run pass um, 50-50 as much as possible, depending on the, the game situation. Um, but you know, that's that's kind of what we foresee. We foresee some three down in, in our ten personnel, um, some five down in our twenty one and, and twelve, and all that kind of stuff. And and I think we'll get some different fronts. Um, do you think they'll walk the safeties down uh, a little bit? They normally will roll one of the safeties down, depending on the the personnel grouping that we're in. Um, but they pretty much always have at least one deep safety. They don't play much cover zero. Okay. Um, so, so like I said, they'll they'll have you know some middle field open stuff, uh, some cover four looks, and some some middle field close cover three looks where they roll one of those two safeties down to slow down the run. Um, that's going to be more out of like our twelve personnel and twenty one personnel uh, groupings. Yeah, and hopefully. Uh, the way Luke threw the ball uh, last week, Luke Landry, the quarterback, uh, a lot of success uh, with uh, his abilities. And uh, over the years, you know, I've watched him now for a couple of years, and uh, it just seems like he rolling out, he can be deadly too. Whether he rolls out to the left or the right, he's a southpaw quarterback. But even rolling out to the right, he, he he's pretty much pinpointing receivers yep. too. And uh, a good a good guy to have uh, back there, and uh, of course you get a big running back back this week. Is that correct? Yep. yep. And uh, hopefully he can open up some action for you in the inside uh, with that. So uh, things uh, knock on wood, things are going well for the Panthers right now with a 
couple wins over some higher-ranked, uh, uh, I should say, a 4A team and a triple-A team. And Eunice, uh, again, just three or four years ago, won a state championship, too. Yep. So, uh, anyway, they come in 3-1. and one. Uh, Panthers had, uh, had the ability to uh, beat them last year. And, uh, of course, uh, the way the Panthers are playing right now, you just want to keep things going and keep things rolling. How was practice today? We had a really good day today. Um, you know, Mondays are always a little bit slower. Normally, a few more mistakes here and there just because you have some new stuff in and things like that where they're trying to focus on. Um, but, no, I felt like we had a really good Monday practice. Um, you know, the only, only other Monday I feel like might have been quite as smooth was last week. Um, but, no, I feel like it was a, a good day. Uh, hopefully we can build on that tomorrow. Yeah, that's always important, too. Uh, and I'm sure the kids enthusiastically uh, looking at things, uh, playing with a little confidence, too, that's always uh, an added help uh, for your team. Absolutely. Um, you know, our kids, they feel like they're, they like they're going to win every game now, um, which is a big part of it. Whether your team is super talented or not, you know, that belief that, that we're going to go out there and we're going to win this game, not going into the game thinking, oh, man, I hope, I w- hope we win this game. Sure. Uh, that makes a huge difference, that, that mentality. And I think our kids are starting to get that, you know, those, those two closed games that we won, they found a way to win it. Um, and I think that, you know, the execution that we had last week um, helped with that confidence. But they feel like, I think they feel like we're going to go into every single game and win now, which, yeah. is, which is what you need. And a pretty good weekend for the Desimal family, if I may comment on that a little bit too. Yep, yep, it was <laughs> with a good that. One. So uh, the last couple of weekends, uh, things are going pretty well for the uh, – Desmo family, your brother Mike uh, with a couple of big wins the last couple of weekends, you with a couple of big wins, beating uh, higher ranked, uh, or I should say higher classified teams uh, in that regard uh, with uh, the last couple of games. Well, and so, then, and uh, then Bo, Bo and them won the seventh and eighth grade game against Fatima. So that's right. That was a big one, that's too. That's right. Uh, I had a. I have a great uh, nephew that played on that Fatima team, <laughs> and uh, a comment I got a I got a Twitter comment uh, from uh, my brother saying that uh, there was a quarterback at. Uh, I guess on the uh, fifth or sixth grade team that they couldn't tackle. I don't know who that young man will be. Yeah, no, he's not a quarterback. He plays some running, oh, back, running back and some okay. receiver. He, he's right. a good-looking kid. Yeah, I can't uh, think of his name off the top of my head though. A sixth grader though, fifth or sixth grader. He's a sixth grader, grader yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. I'm sure that's who you're talking about. He's number yeah. 44. I can't oh. think of his name off the top <laughs> okay. of my head right now. All right, but they said he couldn't tackle him against <laughs> the Fatima team last week. Anyway, coach, just about time to take another break here on uh, the CHS Coaches Show. Uh, we got a little more to talk about before we break in the next oh, uh, eight to ten minutes or so. But in the meantime, you listen to Kane Radio FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. 
Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman soon. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach Matt Desimo. And, Coach, uh, I know uh, other sports taking place over at Catholic High here in our last segment here on the CHS Coaches Show. And uh, why don't you have our listeners uh, updated with some of the other sports and activities going on at Catholic High. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, before I get into other sports, though, we do have a JV game, football game tomorrow at Kaplan at 6 p.m. Um, and we also have middle school games tomorrow, 5th and 6th and 7th and 8th at St. Genevieve tomorrow. So another, another busy day for, for middle school and JV football tomorrow. Um, but flipping over to, to volleyball, uh, right now they're overall 14-7 and seven, um, since we talked last time. Uh, Coach Gary and the girls went three and two last week. They lost to Calvary Baptist and Turlings in three, um, which are two you know really good teams. Turlings is one of the best teams in, in whatever the, the, their division is. I think it's like Division Two, maybe. Yeah, probably uh, so. The volleyball divisions. Um, I think Calvary's a pretty good pretty good team in our division. Or although I'm not sure if we're in the same division or not with volleyball because it's sure. all kind of it's kind of different. It is. It, um, that it is. But they also beat Southside in five, which was probably a pretty good game. I didn't get to see that one. Um, and then they beat St. Ed's and Church Point this weekend in a little round robin at home. Um, I did get to watch the St. Ed, St. Ed's game and, and most of the Turlins game. Um, St. Ed's, we kind of, you know, we, we played well at times, um, but we kind of dominated them. And Turlins was one of those. It was it was a tough game. Um, you know, some things kind of went their way. And when you play in a game like that, uh, it's it's tough to rebound when when you when you kind of don't get some breaks and they do. Uh, but no, I mean they're doing a great job. Uh, played some tough competition to to be 14 and seven. Um, beat some really good teams. Lost to some really really good teams. Um, but no, I think the girls are, are getting better each week, and, and you know it should be should be an interesting season once they kind of get into the playoffs and kind of get into their divisional play and all that kind of stuff. And the playoffs, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, start sometime in early November. When volleyball and the state championships are around uh, the Thanksgiving holidays, somewhere up in uh, there. I think it's a little bit earlier than that. Okay. Um, because I know, so I think it's probably they probably start playoffs late October. Okay. And finish kind of early November because I remember last year I think that they were in the quarterfinals or whatever it is that they played in um, I think they did the they week. go to the Pontchartrain they, Center well it was it was at the Cajun Dome this past year oh okay I stand corrected um, yeah but they but made yes, it they to, did the, make it to the tournament yeah. but I'm saying I think that that was during the week of the first round of the football playoffs if I remember correctly so so they probably finished kind of early November their okay. state championship all right uh, but they do have a few games this week. Actually, it's a light week for them. Uh, they only played two games this week that I saw on the schedule, um, unless I can't can't read the calendar correctly, which is possible. Uh-huh. Uh, but they play tomorrow against Ascension Episcopal at home, and they play Wednesday against the Academy of Sacred Heart at home. So, so two home games Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. If you if anyone has time to go and check them out, um, you know our girls work hard. Like I said, you know all summer long they work hard, um, and they're having a pretty good year. So. Uh, we also have a cross-country meet coming up this weekend. Um, our, our team's competing at ESA. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on Saturday morning. Um, and I know Coach Brew's been working the girls. They, the girls and the guys, they've been doing a good job. You know, we see them, see them early in the mornings. Uh, on Monday mornings when, when we come for football workouts, they're normally out there running. Um, and I see them running around a couple of times during the week in the morning before school. So, so you know, those kids are working hard. Hopefully they're, you know, hopefully they'll PR. I don't know exactly what how our our team is um, mm-hmm. i don't know if we have a whole bunch of kids to make a you know a full team to compete sure. a team but hopefully our kids are competing and doing well for themselves pr and week in week out because you know that's one of the big things in, in my opinion about track and cross country that 
you know, sometimes you're not quite as talented as other teams, so it's really a competition against yourself, trying sure. to get better each week. Yeah, personal, just uh, personal best. Uh, try to improve those times each week. Yep, and I know we had two two things last week. Uh, we had a swim meet uh, last Tuesday. I'm not sure what the results quite were yet. I haven't got a chance to talk to, to Coach uh, Maria Stegall about how they did. Um, and then we had a fishing, our first fishing tournament this past weekend on Saturday. Uh, once again, not sure how that went down. Not really sure how that works to begin with. Um, well, a couple of them earlier, I know on the fishing and hunting show I uh, do that uh, a couple of young men at Catholic High had some, uh, they were fishing over at Manchac and did pretty well, a couple of them. Okay. Uh, uh, they had the big bass of the day. Uh, okay. In that tournament, I think it was some sixth graders at Catholic High and the fi- with Jacob Schutman, I think, I know the coach. We, I know we definitely have one sixth grader that, that – Fishes. I'm not sure who his partner is. I guess it might be another sixth grader. I want to say. I want to say. God, uh, it was Connor Leger. Uh, I can't think the young man. I remember mentioning. I know the one that I know of. I think his name's Hollis Daigle. That was one of them, yep. yeah. So uh, he's definitely a sixth grader. I know that. Yeah, uh, but did pretty well. They had the big bass in that okay. tournament uh, in that regard. Awesome. So I uh, like to see these youngsters uh, fishing. In, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, that. Yeah, it is. It really is. Anyway, uh, go ahead with anything else you may have. Um, that's about all that I have athletically. Um, we do have a, you know, we have a couple things coming. We have our, a big uh, uh, grandparents' mass this Thursday for, okay. for our elementary and middle school kids. Um, that's normally a, a, big, a big event. You know, a lot of grandparents come in. Um, they like to see their their grandkids. Oh sure. Uh, we don't normally have quite as many when it gets to the high school. Uh, they don't normally tell everybody. Uh, they're not as excited about it as the elementary and middle school kids. Uh-huh. But um, but no, that's always a big mass for us. Uh, so looking forward to that. Having a lot of people on campus on Thursday. Um, we did just have our spin today last Friday, which you know, in my opinion, looked like it was a great success. I think we had about thirty kids that came tour the school that that oh, hung that, out with that another is a student. Nice number. Um, so. Um, so, you know, that was, that was a great, great day. Um, it was a good day to have them here. We had a pep rally and all that kind of stuff, dress day and everything. Um, so it was exciting. I think the kids enjoyed their, their time, you know, like I said, obviously not every school is built for every kid, but hopefully if, you know, if if those kids think that this is right for them, they got to see that and and, and they can make that jump in the future if that's what they want. Uh, we also have the the golf tournament coming up on um, October 21st. Uh, we're still looking for, for players and sponsors and cooks and all that different stuff. Um, and it benefits all of all of CHS football from our fifth, sixth grade team all the way up to our varsity team. Yeah, help cut into those expenses too with yep. the money you raise. So, yep. uh, a lot going on in Catholic High, Coach. Uh, anyway, uh, good luck uh, this coming Friday. Let's keep the Panthers uh, rolling. Uh, be uh, we're looking uh, for our fourth win in a row. So, uh, with that, uh, taking on another, uh, I should say, uh, higher, uh, uh, not higher ranking, but uh, higher classification team as they take on the uh, Eunice Bobcats over in Eunice, uh, kick off. Hopefully the weather cooperate again. And at so. 7 o'clock, and, uh, the Panthers uh, can add another skin to the uh, wall, so to speak, uh, Coach, before you begin district play the following week yes, uh, with that. Anyway, of course, uh, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Cessia Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, r r Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, BNL Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Forms, uh, Senate Campaign, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless.
BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Hi, I'm Corey Ebert, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. The hits that stand the test of time. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. 